Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Welcome to Weekly Ball Movement episode 8. Heading into week 9 of DSL 10. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's amazing. It's 8, 9, 10. (laughs) Uh, I'm Zach Thomas. I'm here with... Therapo and Mark Nutio. Oh man, this is exciting. We've had some like star-studded podcasts before. <laughs> this might be the biggest one. Now, star-studded implies more than one. Trust me, this is the most star-studded podcast <laughs> that we are gonna have. And Mark's a big part of it. We All just right. have one star stud. We have star stud. No, there's the more star stars stud. coming. Trust me, there's more stars coming. Um, so Mark. You're back in the league. You missed a couple seasons? Three seasons. All right, so yeah. tell us about your, your history with the DSL and when you started. And So I basically, I played and lived in Daegu from 2009 to 2012. Got involved with the league and uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, I'm actually from the same hometown as Chris Hebb. Okay. Your, your star right. stud last week, I right. guess, on the, on the podcast. And uh, so Sarah had some. Sarah has some questions about you guys' accents. He doesn't oh. have the same accent. That oh Chris yeah. Has. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I grew up in a different neighborhood <laughs> in the same town. Well, I'm kind of embarrassed about this actually because I thought that Hebs was like Scottish or something. Like I really, ha- I had, I had no idea that anyone in Canada talked like that. Yeah. That, they it do. blew my mind. And then yeah. So even some um, accents we don't understand. I so, kept wondering why he was always wearing Blue Jays like paraphernalia. I was like, that's so weird that someone from the UK would be so into the like of all the MLB teams to be into. And he's really into hockey. God, this is weird. Whatever. Yeah. So, so you're from you're from Grand from Grand Falls, Newfoundland. Okay. Yeah. So good. we went to the same high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> insane. So I kind of came over to Korea eventually uh, through Chris Hebb and okay. I'm working at Moon Kong. And okay. All right. So then, uh, anyway, in 2012, I went back to my teacher's degree. Then I worked in Nepal for two years. And mm-hmm. then I, uh, I went back home through some unfortunate events there and uh, decided to return to DSL this year. Now you're here. So how many seasons did you play the first time? You played four seasons? Three Three seasons. seasons. So in three seasons, you made such an impact that they named the award after you. They named an award after you. Yeah, I don't know if that, again, that was an unfortunate event. (laughs) All right, well, I want to talk about that one later. We'll talk about that one a little bit later. (laughs) Kind of get the story of the Mark Nudio Award and maybe some people you think... (laughs) you think might be uh, up for winning it this year. Um, so, did you win an MVP? Uh, playoff MVP. Playoff MVP. In okay. 2012 under, um, that was the pitch slappers at the time. Okay, all right. Bill Algio. Right. And uh, I think I was, uh, people say I've been drafted as Bill Algio's good luck charm. Yeah, yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so Bill wanted you. Um First round, obviously, obvious first rounder. Bills was an easy pick for him, so that was good. Um, and you won it. You won the championship, so you've done. You've done many done of the it. things, right? I drank from the cup. I drank <laughs> from the cup. That's yeah. the goal, right? So, uh, let's get into it. Number one this week, the stadium, the stadium that we played in. Wow! 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 Sarah, what were your thoughts as a spectator in that glorious stadium? Um, well, okay, so it was an incredible stadium for us. 
Mm, okay. I have never been to that stadium before. No, me neither. I have you been there before? No. Okay. I've never no, seen no. a Lions game in that uh -huh. stadium. And but I I was underwhelmed by it as a professional <laughs> ball stadium, right? Yeah, I mean I thought for Daegu softball I mean, it's for perfect. Yeah. Daegu softball like amazing, like <laughs> mind we, mind that's blowing. What we deserve. I, I loved it. But I thought god, this seems kind of small right. for for like a big what a is major like league the team. third the third largest baseball organization in the world and that's where they play like their championship game because if you think about the states like who's the most ranky dink mlb team in the states they you're still, still a, looking at a big yeah. beautiful stadium that right. you know towers above <laughs> everything else in the area so right so yeah. yeah but i thought it was i thought it was beautiful i thought i really liked that we got to explore and all the little there were um, like some press yeah. areas <laughs> yeah. open. That was the dugouts were open. That was cool. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, Mark, what, what were your thoughts on playing uh, out there? Yeah, I have seen a, a ball game there before. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and uh, but it's it's just amazing. You are like that that little kid, right? In a sense, even though it's a rinky dink professional right. baseball stadium, but you were still you're that little kid just walking and right. you're like, Oh man, look yeah. at this. Yeah. There's yeah. so much space out right. here. And the walls and the yeah. bases are there and, and I I thought it was just great for uh for families as well. I know it's a lot of kids down mm -hmm. running around and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was nice being out there and playing. Yeah, it was good. Surface. Beautiful day. The true surface bounces, was so nice. True right? bounces are good all the time. A lot so. of defenders had awesome games, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. the, it's certainly the, the best view I've ever had. Siggy and I ended up in the VIP section because we had to be in the shade, and it was just I mean, we were right behind home plate. Nobody, nobody was standing in front of me. I right. got to see everything, right. so that yeah. was awesome. I really, really liked that. It created a lot of uh, profile pictures. We'll see. <laughs> a lot yeah, of it looks profile. that way. This is the most um, activity. Uh, activity on Facebook after a week of DSL that I've seen. This, yes. certainly this yeah. season. It like um, it like exploded everyone's excitement for for DSL. Wow, well, all the other stuff too, right? all yeah. the, the rankings and all that plus yeah. that but yeah it's definitely the coolest um, field I've ever personally stood on yes <laughs> you know what it is every well. team being crappy all season is finally paying off yeah. for this last weekend <laughs> these like sure. seven or eight teams that aren't really that great it's finally about to pay off <laughs> so now we can get excited now we can say okay this is so good here we go number two for the week the biggest one the most important one playoff scenarios Sarah's favorite time of the year for podcasts in particular. <laughs> Tell us why you like this so much, Sarah. Okay, first of all, I just, it's like, I, I see just cupcakes when like people start, super nerds start talking about <laughs> the playoff scenarios in the DSL. I would just like salivate. I love it so much because it's just like so nerdy and they're just, just yeah. elbow deep in it. And it like uh, baseball stats are nerdy on their own, but it's, pr it's a professional sport. Uh -huh. So it's, there's something kind of cool about, oh yeah, I know things about stats. Right. But if you can get deep into the DSL stats, it's just this level of juicy nerdiness that I feel a real kinship with. Yeah. Um, even though I couldn't explain how the playoffs work. No matter how many times Corey posts it or how like okay. I think I can. I think I finally can, but my second point I'm not gonna try probably is Corey Sitar's Facebook tone mm. when he posts about the playoffs. 
he has been very serious. It's it's this very like, okay, guys, I'm going to explain this to you and I'm going to do it one time. Don't ask me. I mean, it's just like this very... Um, here it is. Here it is. Don't discuss it with me. And after. that has gone back three years, the three years we've been in the league. I love it. Trying to do the podcast. I love it. <laughs> he comes and tends to clean it up afterwards. It's just this very don't fuck around. Here's the situation. If you don't get it, you're a big dummy, and I'm done explaining it to you. Last week, you, you put him on the list as Mr. Gentleman. This week, you're. you're... That's part of it. <laughs> That's part of his stately, you know, admiral ship shape. <laughs> My God, his team hasn't lost a game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's see what the biggest thing is. The top two teams are locked. Score guys in the field, the drunks are in, and that's the order that they're going to be in. But it looks like everything after that, three through ten, is a mess. A wonderful, delicious mess. It's a gumball machine. Yeah, you're going to want to camp. If you really want to know what's going to happen for the playoffs, you're going to need to camp next to Corey all day and have him explain it to you because... Anything can happen, right? Um, Mark, why don't you talk a little bit about Sons of Pitch's options here, since you're a son, son of a pitch, we decided. So, basically... Your, where can you go? Uh, right now, I've, I've got to follow what Corey's got, and our, our best is uh, we can be fourth with a win, uh, but uh, the balls and the battered bastards have to lose, and okay, good. the hit squad loses two. <laughs> This is wonderful. Now, this is the thing with all of this is that so how do we get fifth? <laughs> right. How are you gonna how are you gonna right. rise up to fifth? So yeah. Um, um what does Corey say for you guys? That so Oh god. It's just our, it's just our best and our worst. So we don't right. know how you can get does Corey have that mind to say what could happen fourth and can he work? Yes, I fifth? think that that's fourth right. and fifth I or the third, fourth and fifth for each team. I think you can get there. It's just uh you're talking really about complicated. Corey being a nerd, I just picture him in this big like candy mascot, the actual like nerd on the, the box, like going around on this his little egg Really? Because I picture uh, that wall of crazy from a movie where there's like bits of yarn between pictures and he's like covered the walls with newspaper and then someone comes in and goes, but, Corey, and he's like uh, Here's what I think is the coolest thing the coolest thing i think is that there are eight teams that could play in the first day of the playoffs or there are eight teams that can get a bye depending on how the day goes yes so it seems to me that every single game that happens is going to be important see this is important for two reasons what you just said okay tell me why it's important for the teams that are playing but it really ups that spectator game. Ooh, yeah. Because before it's like, oh, I want the team who's playing, you know, the scorgasms to win. Right. Scorgasm, you know, it's just kind of sort of willy-nilly. Yeah. My friend's on the team. Um, but now... <laughs> That's how you cheer. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm the only, you know, okay, I'm all right. I've got here. Okay. Uh, but now it's it's a very clear... I think every team has a very clear vision of who they want to win each game mm. that, that has personal repercussions well, beyond... Okay. That's, it's interesting that you say that because for Hanamana, we can go all the way to fourth or we can go to fifth, right? But we need all balls to... If all balls wins, that's good for us. If all balls loses, that's good for us. So it's a very strange, like... I'm serious. It's very strange. See, this is why I love it. It's just a little weird shit. It doesn't make any sense. To me, it's almost mystical. Right. It's got this very... Um, right, right. 
you know, Teresa yeah. Avila mystic po- <laughs> mystic poetry thing. You know, it's very confusing and like oddly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing sexier than run differential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how much of this do we want to get into here? All of it. Uh, no, I absolutely every not single get into teeny tiny little mind. <laughs> Mostly because I like to imagine that my ability to mess it up is just like making Corey Star pull his hair out. Because I'm like, wait, what happens? What? <laughs> first of all, what does the verb clinch even really mean? <laughs> you want to take it back? Playoffs. <laughs> let's, let's take it back. <laughs> what is a playoff? <laughs> so, Mark, you're going into this game. Uh, you but you do have to win though, right? This is kind of the thing: is most teams really do need to win. I think so. I think that's got to be your priority. You've you've got to put the destiny in in your own hands, and a win is the start of that that destiny. Yep. In a sense. So, what do you tell your team? Let's let's get out and get it done. Like we have to win. Mm-hmm. At least then you know you did your job. Okay. Right. I don't want to rely on other teams to lose and and win and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as Sarah was saying, that makes it fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I want to win, and we're. I think we're going to win, but at the end of the day, then you're like, oh, you're just so excited. Like I want this right. team to lose. It's like you know, like sports day back in grade three almost. Yeah, right? or yeah. almost like uh, March Madness, where there's all these games happening throughout the day, and each one means something to you, yeah. right? So I know. Uh, I know Chris Bolter was uh, was saying like somebody should start taking odds of right. each game and some, stuff. Get that action going. Uh, and it's, I think it's too much. It's I'm so excited because Hanamana plays five and six. And we play the fifth game and we're playing the sixth game because we're doing our makeup game with Hit Squad. And it looks like that, that those games are going to be important. Those games are going to matter. There was, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, it wasn't going to matter. We were going to play our game with the Hit Squad and it was going to mean nothing for us. We were like a lock for the 10 seed, right? That's the direction that we were heading. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a chance to like... Game six, five o'clock in the afternoon out of Hawaiian, and that's going to be an important game that, that could decide a ton of things for the season. I think that's yes. amazing. So I'm extremely excited. I hope some people stay. I hope some people are still out there. And the thing is, is you know, I don't, I don't want to bring this up, but if you, you have to look at what teams could do, and hopefully they don't. So in your case, if you lose your first game, mm-hmm. you could technically just be out. Right. Because according to Corey, yeah. who's the mastermind of this, yeah. you need your two wins, I think. I think that we kind of right. do. I don't think that it helps us very much to just get to get one. So it's going to be kind of interesting. So does your team just get on the beer then and play their last game? Or, <laughs> you know, I don't know. When we'll other teams are like, come on, stop drinking, get it on the... <laughs> we have seen that in the past. There was a Hanamana team two years ago that just went... They had kind of locked up their spot, and then they got a little... In their last game, they just got a little wild, and, and it really messed up. Like, run differential and move some teams around a lot. So that's an interesting thing, because Corey Gossams and Field of Drunks have both locked. So will they play people in different positions? Will they... Because you would, you would say Scorgasms are going to win, for sure, right? Because who yeah. are the Scorgasms playing? Scorgasms are playing... Who are the we'll talk about this a little playing? bit, but... Yeah. Um, okay, the Scorgasms are playing the Dirtbags, right? So the Scorgasms are heavily favored, but... Do they do they come out and say we want to go nine and zero really bad, or do they come out and say hey what position do you want to play? Corey Sitar is he's he's going to come out strong. That's what that's what was said last week, right? I I would 
I would totally agree with that. Okay. If Corey were to come to me and say, Sarah, you know, I've decided to take your advice. (laughs) As he so often does. Uh Um, Yeah, why would you... Because you want to go in, you want to just be... Okay. Like on a high. So what about Hebs? You know, he's got a situation where maybe he goes, who wants to play shortstop? Who wants to play... You want to get in? You want to do something different? You want to try something different? I wasn't here last year, but I recall like the incident that happened out in the field with Derek Ends, kind of just saying everybody go where you want to play. Right now, if I'm not playing first base personally all year, I Uh don't want to be playing first base for that sake because you know you are risking some injury. Okay, sure. Things are people are getting into different positions there, so I would just play it safe. And if not, you know, use it as a practice game. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how those lineups come out and then what the fan reaction to lineups could be. Yes. Right. So if everybody's out there and, and things are different than what they've been, um, I could see the the crowd getting a little antsy um, <laughs> during the middle of the day. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm super excited. I don't know how this is going to turn out, obviously. But the fact that so many teams have been so average like I said, is, is finally paying off where we're going to have a really exciting day because of it. And so I think that that's a cool um, thing to have happen after after a season that, <laughs> like, six teams hasn't been great. Um, so that's number two. There go playoffs. I'm super excited. Cannot wait. Number three, one of the things that will probably have a huge effect on the playoff, the injuries and the replacements that have happened. So a couple more players have gone down. Poor Matt Usher. You feel terrible oh. for him. That was absolutely brutal. Um, it looks like a month to two months recovery time. So he's going to be out. And I know the Beers are maybe working on replacing him. or And they're playing Sons of Pitches. Any thoughts on, on uh, Sons of Pitch, or, um the Beers without Matt Usher? Oh, the Beers without Matt Usher. Uh, I think it works both ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously with Usher, they're... You know, they're a better team taking the field. Sure. Without Usher, is this something that, uh, you know, the Bears can kind of rally around, pull some heartstrings, let's go out and win this one for Usher sort nice. of thing? yeah. But, uh, you know, playing against, uh, uh, you know, as a son of, son of, son of a pitch, I guess. <laughs> this is a weird uh, team. It's weird to say that, but I, I want Matt Usher on that field. Right. Right. And I think uh, in the in the spirit of the league, you want to be playing that best team uh, that they have to put out on that yeah. field. And Usher's yeah. a great player. He's a good guy and stuff. And uh, you know, you don't want to see uh, you don't want to see that. I want I want to see him out on that field playing. Yeah. So uh, it's ironic that I'd probably be playing half for Matt Usher myself, <laughs> but uh, but I still uh, I still want to go out and beat your team, Matt, because uh, yeah. I know you're you're a good competitive guy. That was a, you, you that was a hard break. Right? That, he's yeah. one of the most probably I don't know if he's underrated. I think maybe people know how good he is. He's rated. He's rated. <laughs> he's rated. <laughs> but I think that even still underrated, he's just he's an awesome player. And it was it was uh, that's a bummer. But sad way to end the season and. Oh, happens every year and it's just terrible and it happened to a couple other people so um, it looks like Justin Kenny from the hit squad might be might be gone something with his knees so I don't know about the replacement there uh, Ariel from the hit squad broke a finger so she might be not coming back um, Richard Garland on our team on Hanamana he like tore his calf and then I think he tore his calf I don't know Sarah can you express your face 
I just, I have a really hard time with, you know what I realized? I had this thought the other day, and I, I realized the injuries bother me now more than they used to. Oh, okay. And I think it's because I have a child, uh-huh. and everybody is somebody's baby. <laughs> Matt Usher is somebody's baby, and he was hurt really bad. It's just really hard for me. That's an amazing so when I hear when I hear, like... Somebody was telling me, oh, Jillian, I heard Jillian say that they, she, the next morning she was looking at Matt's foot and she said it was just like black and sure. blue. And I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't, my, it just, it hurts my heart. Yeah, well, and Garland's foot, you know, he tore his calf apparently, but then it had gone all the way down into his foot. Ah. And if you look at his foot, it's, it's swollen and, and colored like a bruise and I'm stuff. I'm not going to look at his foot. So, no, he'll show it to you. It's kind of cool. That's never going to happen. Um, so we're missing, so Richard Garland from Hanamana, we're missing him. Which is kind of a bummer. We replaced him uh, with Changin, which is nice that the those options exist. Um, obviously, other replacements. Neil is gone and Digger's in. Um, I like the the lineups. I said this at the time of the rainout. I said the lineups are going to look different come the makeup game, and that Digger has been added, and um, Richard Garland is out for us, and. Maybe some other things, maybe other changes happening. And Hit Squad has lost two more. Justin Kenny's gone. And so, I mean, these lineups are just... Did Ariel break her finger playing? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know the oh, story. Oh, God. People. So, anyway, stay safe, right? This is the... Stay safe. Do some, some yoga, some DSLs. I mean, what yoga are you going to do to keep your finger from getting broken? I don't know. Some sort of a... <laughs> I don't know. Sarah's like, wiggling her fingers. Finger exercise. I think the the other thing is uh, I don't know if you want to bring this up now or later or maybe even a different show is you know <laughs> <laughs> not at all <laughs> or not at all <laughs> but uh, great intro we can send it out in space but uh, but the other thing is is for somebody replacing an injured player uh-huh. what position do they have to play oh, so yeah. we had a couple examples this year you know um, yeah this year's gotten. Um, Interesting with that, right? Because Jay Riley is Jay Riley confined to in. first base. Uh, Changin is half of the game he has to play first base. Does Digger's been an all star third baseman in the past? But, but he has he to play does in the outfield. Now, right. So. Yeah. so I don't know. It's an interesting, that's an interesting thing because any further injuries, does that change? You know, if somebody on all balls gets hurt, do they say, okay, so Jay Riley can go play the field now or something? Exactly. I don't know. So it'll be really interesting. And then. Teams might be wanting that two-week break to, to kind of heal up. Exactly. Um, so, it's a bummer. It's terrible. Uh, so, anyway, there we go. That's that section, the, the fun section of injuries and uh, replacement. All right, and then the next one, number three, the Mark Nudio Award. We've talked about the MVP. We talked about the Rookie of the Year. Tell us the, the genesis of this award, and then tell us about... Uh, why the DSL should just get rid of this award? <laughs> or I don't know. I, I still like it. I still like when I was telling my my mom and dad about this. My dad still will go out and say, "Oh, they have a, a trophy in Korea named after him <laughs> and stuff." So uh, you know, like does he of, tell people? I feel that embarrassed Darryl... and kind of have this like woohoo at the at the same moment. Does he tell people that Daryl yeah. McGee won it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that kind of all started because uh, I was I was injured basically. Mm-hmm. I got involved with uh, with a taxi one night, and anyway, I it was a head injury, and uh, so I was in the hospital for about uh, about a week, week or ten days, uh-huh. and then I and that was a I think my anniversary was last week, so 
I came back for a game and then we had to figure out, you know, our playoff standings and stuff. We won the game to go on into the playoffs and then we ended up winning the, the championship. So, um, so I, I know initially it was probably a, about speed and that, and then it kind and of turned hustle, into right? like somebody kind of having a heart to come back and give it their all to come back. And then it might've been through some work that I've done with Nepal orphanages uh-huh. kind of, uh-huh. I don't know. So just but, like being but like I a do, good person. Yeah, and, I do have to say though, like the league, uh, I guess I, I have a moment to say this. Sure. The league has always been very, very awesome with me. So when I had that injury, uh, they, they kind of helped me out a little bit and stuff. Everybody came to the hospital room when things happened in Nepal, the league gave a little bit of money to support the orphanage over there, uh, after the earthquake. So, I mean, I don't know what the ward's about. We could change it. I, you know, but you know, I, there's been so many wards added after that, that okay. it kind of loses a little bit of value. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really but, like but I appreciate one. it I really really do appreciate it and uh, I hope I can give it out this year actually. oh that's fantastic that would yeah. be great if you could be the person that presents the award definitely yeah um, so are we still waiting for the Mark Nudio award winner to emerge do you think is uh, it going to be is it going to be a week nine situation geez, I, my ego's like up here now <laughs> but uh, I don't know I, I mean it, it, okay. I'll, I'll have to talk uh, obviously the captain's design we gotta pull back like a little that. bit because so, yeah. obviously if you're gonna talk about the person that hustles the most and like lays it on the line I'm looking at both of your elbows they're covered in <laughs> bloody spots yeah, no, and I, I bet, should take them off the table actually. I bet your knees are probably the same <laughs> yes so but, nobody uh, hustles more like, than you I feel like they should just give it to you well, so maybe we should just look at area of scar tissue <laughs> yeah. and whoever has the largest area yeah. of scar tissue Jay, Jay has, Jay's been playing first base Jay Riley's been playing first base yeah. so he's remaining pretty blood free yeah. at this point watching uh, Usher crawl back to third base yeah it was like this moment of time where everybody's just kind of stopped and it seemed like things just kind of slowed down yeah and it's just like oh Ush, and he's just going and going and going just trying well because there was that that was some band of brothers shit there yeah. that was just like <laughs> yeah, I, think, I don't know I do this for you yeah exactly yeah, I think Lindsay said like yeah it looks like a war movie he got shot in the leg and he's just trying to, <laughs> trying to get back that won the award for Dale Moody last that's, year. That's so. Usher, right? I mean, that's Usher. Yeah. He's not going to give up. So maybe that's the, the candidate right now. And, yeah. Oof. Nah, not a fun... That's a painful award to win, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you were Matt, you'd be saying, you can keep it. I'd rather have my ankle back. I'll play. Um, so that one, that was kind of the last uh, award that we hadn't talked about. Dan Lacey Award, Sarah. Do you got any... You're an observer in the, in the stands. Anybody up there really having a good time? Uh, what is the Dan Lacey Award exactly? Person you like want to have a beer with? I think Woody won last year. Denzel is up there. It's a it's it's a a, a, a it's person a, you would want to have a beer with. with. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, you said something about the stance, and I thought maybe it was stands. Like a, maybe it was a uh, spectating. Oh, okay. Like a cheering. No, thing. I think it's it's. Oh, I love everybody. Okay. Well, there's a few people I don't love, but we don't we don't have to <laughs> name them. <laughs> Uh, but can Dan Lacey win it? No, it's his award. He, he oh, already okay. won it. Yeah. It's oh, he like he owns it. And you can't win your award. 
Uh, I don't think so. Man, bittersweet. I, I, knowing me, I would give it back in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> bittersweet to get these awards named after you, huh? Well, it's the type of thing where they're just going to keep giving it to you, right? If, if right. it exists, like, yeah, you're just going to keep winning and it's kind of a way to move on. Well, I don't know. You'll have to, you'll have to give me some time to think about that and uh-huh. ask me again. Well, how about um, Denzel? Well, he's a charming fellow. Yeah. He is everywhere, too. I, you know what? I owe him a beer because he did a little babysitting for me. See? He's babysitting. He bought me a water. He's drinking beer. He's buying waters. He's a true gentleman. He's camping. He's, he's everywhere. This guy's everywhere. So maybe Denzel's kind of in the lead right Always now. smiling. Plus, somebody else. plus, he comes down from uh, Masson. Is it Masson? He Mason. does, right? Masson, he, he, right? He's an out-of-towner. Every week for the league. And he has made it every week. And he has made it. A lot of the other out-of-towners. Yep. Not as much. All right, so maybe Denzel's in, in, the, in the lead for that one. But it is week nine. There are chances to win these other awards. I do think the MVP race maybe opened up a little bit. Ooh. Uh, Gaskell has been running away with it, but Whitaker, I think, is jumping in there. It's going to be which one of those guys maybe has the biggest day in week nine. He looks like a real baseball player to me. Whitaker? Mm-hmm. He looks like an actual baseball player. I look at him and I'm like, there's a baseball player. What's he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of reminds me of like a 90s era baseball player yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a Matt Stairs like one of those big guys with the yeah. and the bat looks tiny in his hand and he's so and, chill yeah. he's just so like what right so maybe maybe wit this year um, so yeah that's the that's the awards and then number five <laughs> back to another sad one uh, Kudra left this week Mike Kudra was in the league nine years got a nice little send off J.O. kind of Pulled him out at the end and said, "Hey, hey, everybody! This guy's leaving. He's a uh, he's he's been a champion. He's been in the league forever. Um, so Kudra's going. So that's sad to see, right? Yeah. And then we're headed towards a number of other notable notable departures, right? We've got maybe Jo going on. Doug maybe Bolger. Bolger maybe going. Doug maybe going. So a lot of the founders, people that have been in the league forever, maybe." Saying goodbye, so get out there. I guess have a beer with them and whatever, whatever else we would want to Buy do a with Jo. Buy him a beer. Buy him a beer, especially if you're playing against them. Yeah, they buy him too. And it's ten in the morning. Love <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, his DSL. <laughs> so there we go. That's it. That's uh, that's my top five for the week. Um, I am excited for next week. I too. I'm excited for next week. You look, you look really upset. Are you okay? Oh, I'm just a little bummed. Yeah, all yeah? these all these people leaving. It's got me down. Oh, you're so teary eyed right now. Well, <laughs> let me see if there's something I can do to help you. Okay? okay. Have you heard of DSL Tamagotchis? What? No way. It's legit. So, you remember Tamagotchis from the '90s? Yes. Well, now you can have DSL Tamagotchis where you carry around a little. Jason Yin torn in your pocket, or perhaps a tiny Mike Kudra in his little pink shell. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Tamagot- Where can I get one right now? Yeah, okay, well, we'll get to that at the end of this app. But the important thing to remember is with your Tamagotchi, all you have to do is take care of it regularly, and you will have the DSL players that leave this season with you forever. That's amazing. Forever, though. Yeah, Forever. <laughs> So, you might be thinking, what do you have to do to keep him alive? Mm. The most important thing, Zach, is give him a beer every five minutes. Because if you don't, <laughs> they'll whine like little bitches and curl up and die. 
DSL Tamagotchis. They're all that in a bag of chips. Sarah, can you help me? My, my Douglas Corellius needs his head shaved. How do I do that? I don't see that. There's only two buttons. Oh, bummer, dude. Okay, so I think we've confused the playoff situation plenty in the last section. So what I want to do is something a little bit different. Uh, this section is called, Do You Got a Minute? And what I'm going to do is I'd like to call people from the bottom eight teams and have them sort of pitch why they deserve to be in the top five. You pitch nice baseball. Oh, you like that. So yeah. get rid of the, the run differential and the head-to-head and all these confusing things and just make the case for why your team belongs in that top five, why you get to skip playoff week one, and you know why you're great. So we're going to start with uh, our Sons of Pitch Sons of pitch, like no, what is they're the singular? Pitch slappers. Son of pitch. Oh, no, they are pitches. So you, what's the singular? You He's are the son s- of a pitch. Son of a pitch. Son All right, pitch. our singular <laughs> son of a pitch. Duh. Mark Nudio is gonna go first. Um, let me see. So I'm gonna put. I'm gonna actually put a one minute timer on, and you just get okay. one minute to sort of tell us why your team is a top five team. Ready? Okay. Yep. Okay. Here we go. So we have a saying in Newfoundland, there's no good having an umbrella with leaky boots on, which basically means you can't have it all, all the time. But what we do have, we have a lot of heart going in, we have big improvements going in, uh, some key players making key plays when they have to. That's our umbrella. We also have our run differential, and I think we just got to win, and we'll be all right. Our leaky boots... Scattered hitting. Mm, the bottom yes. of our lineup has suffered at times during this season. We've had that throwing error every now and again. We've had a big game against the Scorgasms, which people don't know this. We've only lost by two runs against one of the best undefeated teams I in the league. I think that's the best. That's the best of it. So we, we, all these little things throughout the season where we use as confidence to go in, and I think we're, we could be that one-game wonder. Let's get it done. What a beautiful minute. That was like perfectly, that was like a perfect, you had a little metaphor in there. That was a good minute. I have to assume Bill was the leaky boot. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Leaky Boot Bill. Hello? Greg Jones, is that you? Yeah, Zach, what's up? All right, Greg Jones with the Dirtbags. Tell me why your team, in one minute, tell me why your team uh, deserves to be in the top five. All right, so probably not going to be anywhere near as optimistic or positive as a lot of these other people. Because I don't think we deserve to be in the top five. We just threw away too many winnable games. But here's going to be my, my argument anyways. Uh, one is that one is that baseball-wise, we have a solid team. If you look at our batting order, we have a lot of good players that play. And played hardball. They know what they're doing. And they just suck this year. <laughs> you look at our order and you look at where we started this year. There's a couple guys batting first and third, like up in the top of our order. Now they're... Seventh or eighth. If those guys would have achieved just to, you know, what they should be able to do, we'd be a solid team. You know everybody's going to listen to this, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. They, there's two guys in particular. I hope they know who I'm calling out. They're batting like 300 or something. They should be at least, really, to DSL. If you're top, you know, five rounds or so, you should bat at least 500 or so. Oh, wow. So, and, uh, good. Defensively, defensively we, just, we threw a lot away. We really did. And I don't think we're as 
bad as people think, and I don't think we're as bad as we played either. Okay. All right, that's that's your minute. You feel good about that's that? What I got. That's what I got. All right, good. Uh, do me a favor. Is Lauren there? She's uh, actually looking at me right now. Okay, great. Can you hand her the phone? She's going to do the Hanumana for us. Thanks, Greg. Hello. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? It's going all right. Okay, good. So one minute, tell me why Hanamana, the best team ever, deserves to be in the top five. Okay, great. Uh, first, I think that we were the underdogs for most of the season, and we've just gotten two wins in a row. So I think no one really expected us to get two wins in a row. So for the shock value, I think we deserve to be in there. Simply shock value. And... Then for a more sentimental reason, it's J.O.'s last season. He's like a founding father of the DSL. Right. And I feel like as a team, it would be a great gift to be able to give to him to go out on a win um, and be at least in the top five after <laughs> our beginning of the season. Right. And then um, I think be all mushy and not sports related, I really believe in us. I just think that. We started off the season really, really slow, but we finally have gotten people defensively, at least in certain positions, that work for them. And I think that as long as we work together as a cohesive unit, that I think we're really a force to be reckoned with. I know that's really optimistic, I guess, but I love my team. All right, fantastic. Great, great minute. Very good. Much more positive than Greg. So beautiful. Yeah, Greg's all all Debbie Downer over here. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much, uh, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Yeah, look forward to it. All Thanks, right. Sir. Bye. Bye. All right, next up, uh, John Buckley. We're going to give him a call. It's uh, John's birthday very soon. So if you see him this week, you know, give him a happy birthday. Hello? Hello. John Buckley, how's it going? Good. How you doing, Zach? Uh, I'm good. I'm pretty good. Uh, so tomorrow's your birthday, right? I guess so. I've been trying to uh, forget about that fact, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, happy birthday, and everyone will remind you. All right. Um, anyway, yeah, one minute. On one minute. Why does your uh, team belong in the top five? What do you think? All right. One minute. I'll do my best. I, All right. don't, I don't know how I ended up being the authority on this team. You're the authority on this team. People, but, uh, I guess the first thing I would say is uh, most people that know me in this league know that I'm a pretty big Broncos fan, and... As a Broncos fan, uh, I know that any 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 given Sunday, you never know what can happen. Uh, we won the Super Bowl, and probably Lowell will attest that there's two or three playoff games that we probably shouldn't have won that we did. Uh, so anything can happen. You never know. Uh, I know that we don't have the best seed. Uh, what are we, 4-4? Four and four? I'm looking at the screen right now. Yeah. We're doing all right. Uh, we're not the scoregasms, 8-0, but I've been on probably – or three, maybe four teams that were the number one seed going into the playoffs, and I'm basically the bizarro Connery because I've never won a playoff game. You've never won a playoff uh, game? Never. I've never been on a team that's won a playoff game. I've, I've been the number one seed, had some buys, and uh, wow. I think BD could tell you our master batters one year were, were the heavy favorites going in, Scott's, uh, Scott's Whalers. Well, maybe uh, maybe this is your giggles. year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this uh, bizarro Connery curse does not continue. But uh, back to why I think we could be. No, your minute's up. You're, you're finished. <laughs> your minute is over. <laughs> your minute is done. Right, uh, your Broncos metaphor took the whole thing. 
No, uh, really quick, let me just tell you, uh, Scott, great coach. He's been doing it for a long time. He knows what he's doing. Uh, I think he's due. Uh, we have really good hitting. I mean, you look at Ruben, Drew, Scott, obviously, Lucky, Matt Halakas, who uh, surprised us all by becoming super good after striking out in the first week. D-Jax, <laughs> Usher. Uh, speed, we got D-Jax and, D-Jax and Usher, who are super fast. Hopefully Usher heals. I haven't talked to him since uh, this weekend, but... Yeah. Uh, when his ankle feels good, he's uh, he's a fast, quick dude who definitely is aggressive on the bases. And we got good girls, uh, Liz, Christina, Marie. They're all solid. Did you just That's did you just read us your roster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually took some notes because I uh, I'm a little hungover from my uh, birthday weekend. You're on the, no. you're on the two day hangover. I don't believe it. Beautiful. Well, once once you hit forty, as uh, I'm sure you know, some of the other. 40-year-olds can attest is the, the hangovers don't end at uh, one morning. They keep going. Into, they keep going. Keeps going into two days. But All right, anyway, man. my last final thought is We've that, got more? Uh, okay, good. Keep going. This is, this is just a, a final thought. We're, we're, we're solid all around. Uh, like I said before, all, all those other people I mentioned, the role players, myself, Rick, Lucky, Matt, not bad, uh, but we need to cut down on our uh, fielding mistakes. I'm looking at the standings, and we have 93 runs against. Ooh. And that's too many. That's that's the most in the league. That's so uh, I'm pointing I'm pointing a finger at myself as I say this. But uh, as a team, we need to uh, we need to get a little better there. All right, and, uh, all right, sounds good. Anyway, my one I probably went into two minutes, but uh, that's why five minutes. At least the number five team. But I'm I'm saying number uh, number three because all balls they're, they're they're tied with us right now. They could lose. We could win. So all right, man. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Have good, a good night. Good luck. See you on Sunday. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. That was a good one. I was just, surprised at how much he had. Just like yeah. Jerry Springer. Just like Jerry Springer? <laughs> he has a final thought. You know how <laughs> Jerry Springer sits down and like tries to make sense of all that nonsense? Right. <laughs> Buckley's final thoughts. <laughs> Next up, Jared Balky of The Q's. New father, probably just at home now, hanging out with the baby, right? Hopefully. Hello. Hello, Jared. How's it going? Zach. Hey, it's going all right. Thanks for calling, inviting me onto the show. Well, thanks for thanks for picking up. Thanks for answering. How's uh, how's fatherhood? Hey, it's going right. It's uh, it's been a fast three weeks. Can't oh yeah. It's already been three weeks, but it's been great. Just moving along. Yeah, that's what we say after two years. So. <laughs> it just yeah, keeps man. going. It just keeps going fast. Your life just is fast now. Sarah's right telling on, me to go. Right on. All right. Uh, in one minute, in one minute, tell me why the Q's deserve to be in the top five. Forget the run differential, everything else. Why are the Q's a top five team? Well, yeah, it's kind of hard because we haven't exactly shown the league that we deserve it. But uh, it's it's all about Rob. He he's always got an extra plan. He knows what to do to move us forward. Uh, we've we've only had one game where all of us have actually showed up, and it's pretty sad. Our our uh, our top pick, Rob's top pick for the Q's, uh, the second pick, they missed five games total. Right. And uh, but supposed to uh, next week we actually have everybody for the first time in six games. Everybody's actually going to be showed up, and uh, people are actually going to see why we deserve it. So. Good, so just... Everybody there, it's going to be a good one. So everybody being there, that'll do it? Everybody being there, 
having our talent, people are going to see what we got. So. All right, man. Well, there's your minute. Thanks, dude. All right, thanks. Good luck on Sunday. See you Sunday. All right, thanks. All right, bye. That was a good one. Beautiful. And obviously, he touched on my favorite thing, people being gone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up, Quentin Stollery from the Battered Bastards, the team we play this week. So as much as he's going to say he deserves it. uh, He's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. Maybe they can still get top five, even if they beat. Hello. Hey, Zach. Hey, Quentin. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. All right, good. Um, just I'm real just quick. This doesn't go like uh, Corey's talent ranking. No, not here to ambush you. Not here to ambush you. Um, just give me one minute telling telling us why your team is the best. Why are they a top five team, uh, even though they play Hanamana this week? Okay, uh, I, like I said, I'm not sure if it's a little off base. I have two reasons. Okay. Uh, triumph through adversity. Mm. Uh, we're, we're definitely battered. I think uh, only four of our team have remained injury-free for the entire season. Wow. We still managed to do fairly well. And uh, as Brandon mentioned previously when he came on, uh, our team's average age... Uh, now that Nash is injured, he's uh, Jay Riley kind of brings down the uh, age of all balls and yeah. the average age. So we have uh, four players forty or over. So we are in Korea, and uh, typically, the older the team, the more respect they're supposed to have. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so the age factor. You're gonna say the, the age factor. factor. Puts you top five. Grizzled veterans, I would go with. We should just let you be top five because you're old. Is that what you're saying? That's what we're saying, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll see what we can do. All right, thanks, Quentin. Appreciate it. Cheers. See you Sunday. Bye. Bye. I like that one. Just calling out his team for being old. Good one. Thanks, Quentin. All right, next up, Mike Fitzgerald from Hit Squad. Uh, we're playing you this week. You're the other team's third baseman. I'm Hanamana's third baseman. We're going head-to-head, Mike. I'm excited for that. Are you, like are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Um, all right, man. So here's the deal. One minute. Tell us why your team deserves to be in the top five. Okay. Well, uh, I think there's three good reasons. Uh, the first one, I know Sarah's going to like hearing this, is injuries. <laughs> I think, I think first of all, we've had four losses, but each of those losses has come when we've been missing a player. Uh, and I guess not just injuries, but absences. Uh, so we've missed Neil, but now we got Digger. So we have Digger back, and we got another win, so we're on the upswing. Uh, and But the flip side is, last week, you know, we lost two players. We had uh, Ariel down with a broken finger, and Justin Kinney got injured. So we have to be top five to give our, our players a chance to get healed and get playing again. Okay. I think I think the uh, second reason is our defense. Uh, Murray's doing some really interesting stuff with our outfield that's been working for us, uh, and we really don't throw the ball away that much. We play pretty conservative, keep the ball in front of us, so that gives us a good advantage. Am I out of time? You're out of time. Keep going, though. Give us your third one. Oh, damn. Okay. 
Our third one is uniforms. Uh, I think, first of all, all, we are really color-coordinated. I mean, we all got the hats, we got got the black shirts and shorts, and we got the yellow long socks to really set it off. And, I mean, who doesn't want to see sweaty guys stinking up on Sunday in that that black shirt, right? So, so because you've been injured, and because you have the best fashion in the league, let let you through. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's representative of what the DSL is, right? And you want the t- you want the best representatives facing off for the championship. A bunch of hurt people in uh, fancy yeah. clothes. Yeah. Very nice. All right, thanks, Mike. Nice work, and I'll see you on sure, Sunday. Man. All right, sounds good. See ya later. Mike Fitzgerald, most Canadian. Second most Canadian? <laughs> that should be one of the awards. <laughs> most Canadian in the DFL. I liked his answer. I liked it. Here it is. Uh, because in during every podcast, Dustin Waters has to be on. Uh, Dustin Waters is going to tell us in one minute why All Balls deserves to be in the top five. Why we deserve to be in the top five or why we're going to be in the top five? Either one. Take it. Okay, well, we deserve to be in the top five because we are one of the top five best teams in the league right now. (laughs) And we're going to be in the top five because all we need to do is beat... uh, If we win our game, simply by winning our game, we're we're secured number three. But in order to get out of the top five, not only would we have to lose, but like a couple other teams also have to lose. So it, it, it's kind of a stretch that we wouldn't be in the top five. But we should be, in, we should be number three. You sound, ner- you sound a little nervous, honestly. Do I? You sound a little nervous about dropping out of the top five. I am not nervous at all about dropping out of the top five. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not going to happen. So All Balls is going to make the top five because the math is in your favor. Okay, so that's why we're gonna make it, but we we deserve to be there anyway because we are actually one of the top five. Objectively, teams. objectively, you're one of the top five teams. That is not an opinion; it is the truth. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, thanks a lot. Um, we'll we'll see you on Sunday. All right, see you Sunday. It'll be a good one. Later. What he could not have been more enthusiastic about that. Because <laughs> mathematically. All right, so there we go. Dustin Waters, why all balls is going to be top five. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Hey, Zach. Yeah, what's up? Do you sometimes feel that umpires are too busy drinking and showing off their moves to make a good call? Especially that second one. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, lot, yeah. a lot of moves showing off. <laughs> Do you sometimes wish that the DSL, like the MLB, had instant replay? Uh, I think that that would be very helpful, yeah. Do you miss Sean Rugg? Yeah. Well, I have a solution for you. For all of, those are weird. That's a weird solution. For all of those things okay. combined, well, I can't limit the amount of boob showing, but <laughs> I do have I ump. For a small fee, Sean Rugg will ump your game via drone. 
He'll watch all the plays at home plate, and he'll make fair and impartial calls. Wow. I have even more good news. There's also a premium package where multiple drones ensure that Sean Rudd can up all positions, making sure that all outs are fair and all foul balls called foul. I ump. If you can't trust Sean Rugg, you can't trust anyone. Paid for by the NSA, TSA, and Homeland Security. So there we go. That's the news section. Got a minute, which sort of expanded into... Well, I learned several things. One of the things I learned is a lot of these people don't know what a minute is. Mm, Okay, good. (laughs) But the other thing that I wanted to ask you, Zach, is let's assume that the um, there were some uh, negative Nellies. Mm, Okay. Uh, Which yes, there were. So let's let me ask you this: If you there's two ways to motivate a team. Mm, There's the classic like locker room speech, like we're gonna go out there, we're gonna show them who we are. Ducks, ducks, ducks. Yeah. And then there's the, you know, you motherfuckers need to get your head out of your asses and start playing. You know, there's, there's yeah, that, yeah. I guess you could call it tough love if you wanted to be, to be, um, to be known in the future as the Greg Jones method. Okay, well, I mean, I don't want to name any names. I'll let the, let the audience uh, <laughs> I think decide. It's extremely clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is, what do you think works? I do think it's a team by team thing. I think that. Oh, it's a team dynamics thing. I do think it's a team dynamics. Each team needs a little something different. Each team needs a little a little different push. So for Hanamana, what I would say is just go out there and play the best that you can play. Mark, just- you're Canadian. <laughs> I assume that you are not the the uh, tell them to get their heads out of their asses <laughs> kind of speech giver. Not really. I was always more of uh, take responsibility for your actions. Oh, okay. yeah. that's, oh that's like point. the mom like... Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The grade two teacher. The, the yeah. grade two teacher. <laughs> but I think athletes know that anyway. Hopefully that they know if they're not hitting. They know when in yeah. certain situations they should be performing. Right. Uh, and hopefully they use it as motivation. But uh, Right. But some people don't. And then you need that other side. But like part <laughs> of it is, part of that is tough though because like... Okay, there's someone on your own team pitching you the ball, and then you get to hit it, right? Like, like how much, how much more are you gonna bring to that at bat than you have been bringing? Like, my swing has been broken for weeks, and I keep trying to fix it, and I keep doing the same. Th- I cannot fix it, and part of it is just like, I, I just, it's this, like nothing has changed. You know what I mean? Like in terms of the dynamic of what's happening with the pitcher and me and and that. Does so that what? Make sense? We, what are you saying? You're there, saying there's no motivational speech that could that could help you, I, or or or? Do you pick it up know. in other areas? Maybe you pick it up in other areas. I guess. So what is lacking from a person who's not producing? I guess is the question. Is there anything lack? Is there anything you could point to and be like, try this or try that? Like, what do you think? I think there are scenarios where. Your attitude needs an adjustment. Mm, okay. So in that scenario, okay. If, for example, um, I'm really not thinking of anyone specific, um, but so let's say your team is losing and you kind of give up. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. And you do something stupid like, 
I don't know, um, use the wrong glove and you don't care or right. you you aren't paying attention or right. whatever. That's a time when a speech, you know, okay. might make a Somebody difference. Somebody might pull you aside says, hey, and say something. This still matters. Stay stay with us. Okay, cool. Um, I like that one. So or 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 if you're feeling down in the dumps right. and that's got you losing your focus. Okay. Because um, yeah. you've made a few mistakes and so now you're So good. okay, so maybe focus then. If sure. You, if you notice people are losing focus, then that's maybe what. Sure. For whatever reason, that that, that might be a time when a motivational speech would help. Sure. Um, if it's a, a question of mechanics, obviously there's no amount of yelling at a person that can fix their <laughs> mechanics. Um, um, but I would like to say. Are you sure? I, I like to yell at people when their mechanics are off. <laughs> I mean, but but for for I think there's lots of people that could you know you might want you to say like hey here's the thing that you're doing mechanically that you might want to change right you know yeah. instead yeah. of throwing your glove at them or like whatever <laughs> whatever other thing you might be doing call them a piece of shit or whatever it is there, sure. there is that fine line with correcting a skill because if you just don't have that ability mm, to mm-hmm. improve on that skill uh-huh. that's one thing like you're saying yeah but the other thing I think is one thing you can gain and we see this a lot in DSL especially in the earlier part of the season where it's just a knowledge of the game. Yeah, okay. So even if I can't if I can't hit a ball, uh-huh. right? Or I'm always grounding out the third and uh-huh. that's that's my level of skill. Right. I can still go learn that in a particular situation that I should be throwing the ball here or sure. if somebody or if... catches a pop up, we don't run on that. So uh-huh. I think you can make up uh-huh. somewhat. Or if somebody drops that ball and you run to first, go right. Goes yeah, to the right. Exactly. <laughs> and and they're, they're actually key plays in some games. We had a little bit of that yeah. last week, yeah. So. But I think that that's really interesting. And I think that a lot of teams are probably getting to that point where their players are there. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. hopefully. I got to say, for our team, Hanamana, we've got this guy, Alex Whitson, never played before. Um, showed up the first day, good attitude, super positive, not a lot of the mechanics, <laughs> the mechanical things. But over the course of the season, he's just picked it up so quickly, and now he's actually become a big part of our, our lineup and, and helping us go forward. So it's been awesome to see that. Like, And everybody's been kind of helping him and, and talking to him a little bit and trying to get things going. So um, that's been cool to see. So hopefully you know, every team has got, got a little bit of that going at this point. Um, so what do you think? Got a minute. Good section? Uh, yeah, I, uh, would like to say that I think, um, Lauren was the most eloquent. Okay. Um, and then somebody else, I wrote it down, but now I forgot. Oh, Mark's was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was They so were beautiful. all good. No, because Mark's had this, it had some pithy, folksy wis- wisdom. Right, the, which the I Newfoundland, love. yeah. I don't have, I don't have a lot of Newfoundland. Sure, Is sure. that how you say it? Uh, Newfoundland. Yeah. Mm. Newfoundland. You're not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying it right. You can't I'm possibly not. say it right. I read the shipping news. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> we'll place, stay away from that it one. Takes place up there somewhere. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they burn the trailer in that. But yeah, right. I was I was really surprised. I was just really surprised. I expected everyone to be very rah rah rah. Right. Sure. Okay. And then and it was and, a mix. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's do this. Let's move on to the next one, and let's talk about next week. So we won't try to get too bogged down in, like, if this happens, then that will happen, but we'll just kind of go maybe game by game and then say... Then what is the point? <laughs> <laughs> Roll up your sleeves. Get in, get dirty. Yeah. All right, here we go. Game one. Okay, wait, I have a question. Okay. Because I was looking at... Um, 
Corey's thing, and let's just assume I know nothing. Okay, okay? great. I'm gonna and explain it to let's you talk in about, the most complicated way possible. Let's talk about what these these things that Corey has written mean. Mm. Okay. Which one of them is confusing to you? <laughs> it's mostly just numbers and letters. Let's look at Hanumanas, just because, okay. you know, okay. obviously that's one of the teams I'm interested in. Uh-huh. And he has written the following. Best, colon, four with two wins plus balls, sons of pitches, and cues loss. Okay. okay. Let me tell you, we're going to play a yes, yes, no okay. situation. Yeah. Okay. So you understand that. I do understand You this. understand that. Yes. So we've got we yes, yes, no. To, okay, we're trying to get to me to a yes. yes. Okay. So... Uh, let me tell you what I think it means, and you tell me if I'm right. Great. <laughs> Hanamana can be the fourth ranked team. Correct. The great Hanamana top If four. they win both of their games. Correct. And all balls, sons of pitches, and cues lose. You are a yes. Okay. They're the worst team. Uh-huh. He's written 10 with two losses. Yep. If they lose both of their games on... Yep. Sunday. Now, Mark was saying something during one of our breaks. He was saying, what are the... What are the middle? Yeah. What happens if Hanamana wins one game? Sure. Is there any way for Hanamana to not be 9 or 10? I don't know. But that's the question. Can you just like try to work it out, out loud for my own personal entertainment? Okay, if we win one game, we will be 3 and 5. five. 3 and 5. If you okay, win wait. one and lose one... Okay, if we win one and lose one, we'll be three and five. In that scenario, the batter bastards are four and five. Uh, <laughs> this is seriously, this is seriously one of my favorite okay, things wait, ever. Uh, here's how here's how it would work. Mm-hmm. If we beat Hit Squad, and so if Hit Squad and Dirtbags both are three and five, we would go to the eighth seed because we would have the head to head over them, over both of them. Okay. I don't even But but like nobody understand. else could finish three and five. It would require all the other teams that are currently three to five to win their games and go to four and five so that we don't go to run differential because our run differential is terrible. But your run differential is terrible also because you haven't played as many games. No, it's That's not, not it. Not, oh, okay. I mean we'd it's, have to crush one of the teams to really change it. Oh, okay, so do that. Yeah. So we'd have to win by probably at least twelve runs to make to make a move in that. But I, so I think that that's the scenario. We can't have we can't have one of the teams we lost to stay at three and five, otherwise they're gonna jump ahead of us and we're gonna get knocked down to nine and ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's amazingly complicated. <laughs> it's wonderfully complicated. All right, but let's go through each game and we'll talk about kind of some of the implications. Mark, why don't you lead off with game one? Tell us about game one. Bum, bum, bum. Well, yes, that's that's us. Uh, against Bad News Beers. One implication is I never sleep well at, at night. Oh, boy. So <laughs> I could be a little a little tired. <laughs> but anyway, a cup of coffee will we'll fix we'll that, hopefully. Uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, our lineups, I think, hitting our... I mean, Usher, again, I, I, I won't talk much about that, but Usher, Usher's out. It changes things a little bit for Bad News Beers. One big thing could be next factor of this game is Ruben uh, Rodriguez. Yep. Who, I mean, he can hit it out of that park. Oh, man. If they get runners on and Ruben decides to be Ruben that day, yep. it's, it's going to well, be. I think there's no doubt that that guy's trying to go deep. He guys, was, oh, guys, he's got to. He's I didn't even to. know a softball could make the that noise. sound. 
<laughs> that it was making on Sunday. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. He it was might, like a baseball sound. He might yeah. hit three home runs. Oh, my God. There's a fence there that, that Nash has hit it over. Oh, Ruben two-hopped the wall at that stadium. Yeah. Talk about fun to watch. I mean, you're yeah. talking to this guy, and he's standing there with his own, like, personal bat. Oh, yeah, the military guy's got a couple of more water. Yeah. I was asking him, like, when, when do you use certain bats and stuff like that? He's like... Whatever one feels good that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you gotta have awesome. You gotta I kind of like, awesome. yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Put that on but, a shirt. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's gonna. I'll, I'll keep it short. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, I mean, they got Daniel Jackson, Drew Merchant, Matt. There, they're mm-hmm. they're always good for base hits and keeping innings alive. I'd say the uh, biggest thing for you guys is you got to keep the people off base ahead of Ruben. Yes. Like, those outs are going to be huge. Yes, and our run differential is pretty good, which signifies our defense that has been good all season. So, yeah, making making a couple outs before he gets up is going to be huge. So, it's going to be a good game, actually. So it's going to be nice to finish that game, and and this is the thing today. We can finish that game and then kind of... You know, if you guys if you guys win see what happens if you win sons of bitches you can get all the way up to fourth and so you'll be there all day just kind of hoping that teams yeah. lose yeah but if you lo- if you so that's if you win if you lose you are also going to be there all day hoping that certain teams <laughs> lose because you guys can get into the tenth slot but all those teams that fifth, I don't know how yeah I don't know I don't know it's crazy Zach all of those teams that they're hoping lose are playing a team that you could be hoping win I know exactly. it's crazy that's you could, just, well, you could right, put it that right way mentally the, right off the bat Zach needs us to lose right I that's think one of the scenarios so. with Hannah Mana that yeah. we we have to we need lose. to lose we need you to lose um, okay so bad news beer sons of pitches obviously Mark's going sons of pitches. Sarah, you want to chime in? You want to... On game one. Uh, who's going to win game one? Oh, my God. You know, all of my young non peeps are on Sons of Pitches. So you're going to go Sons of Pitches again? I think you did this last week. Well, I just can't help myself. All right. There's just, they're just such lovely, gentle people. Here's the other question that I have. So obviously the Bad News Beers could win without Ruben. They played without Ruben and they won. They were able to figure out how to win without Ruben. But can they figure out how to win without Usher? It seems to me that he might actually be a bigger loss at this point than than true. You know, because they. But I think so. That that I mean, I just said that I wanted sons of bitches to win, but they have such all those other people are so solid. Yeah, they do have a solid team. They so do. it'll be well, interesting. Well rounded team. It'll be interesting, yeah. and depending on who they pick up, if they end up picking somebody yeah. up, that'll be interesting too. We're still waiting for Quinn Walker to break out too. He might. He's a guy that can go deep at Huawan. It's a it's a bomb, but I think that you know if he leans back and. Rips it. He could do it. Um, oh, but I'm supposed to want the Bad News Beers to win because of Hanamana. Oh, I don't even so know, dude. complicated. Okay, let's go to game two. Cues at, <laughs> cues at Field of Drunks. What do you got? Cues at Field of Drunks. Uh, field of Drunks. This one is, what do the what do the Field of Drunks do, and who shows up for the cues? Well, yeah. Okay, right. wait. What did Corey say? Oh, man. Do the... Do the... Just focus on this no, game. No, it's very complicated for me because... Field of Drunks is good. They're number two. They're locked. Cues are... Okay, so but but Corey said that Qs have to lose for that's one of that's one of the best case scenarios for Hanamana. Mm-hmm. But as you know, Rob McClure is right. their coach, yeah. and I love Robbie. Okay, this is this, a tough one. I, it's emotionally, it's like Romeo and Juliet for Find me. Find a way to cheer for Field of Drugs. What do you think? <laughs> Can the Qs be? I think it's who shows up. Yeah, because last week they were missing uh, Michael, Michael Moore. Moore against us, and you know what? They were a hit away from beating us last yep. week and yeah um, he he brings a, the big bat in the defense yeah. 
So who shows up for the queues? If everybody's there, I don't know. Actually, Balky said everybody should be yeah. there, though. So, so we'll see. I mean, and then the game. other thing is, what does Field of Drunks do? How do they come out? They have an early game, so it'll be hard for them to be like really drunk. So that one is kind of maybe off the table. Yeah. So I don't know. So we'll see how they come out and how they how they play. I gotta go. I gotta go Field the Drunks though. They're they're so good. They've um, won their last. Three games? Three or four, four games. games yeah. Three or four yeah. games. So, yeah. Yeah. oof. Oof. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I gotta go feel the drunks on that one. Um, the cues! All right, there we go. Okay, game three. Here we go. We got uh, David versus Goliath in this one. So the Scorgasms versus the Dirtbags. Would you like to see the Dirtbags knock off the Scorgasms? Zach, do you, you know me. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm an underdog oh, man. kind of person. I am Dirtbag. Come on, David Lele. Dirt bags all the way. Dirt bags yeah. all the way. Maybe Greg Jones fired him up. Maybe he got him fired up. Yeah, that speech was real. <laughs> that didn't get you fired up. Or punched in the face. <laughs> That's fired up. That's the same thing. That's good. If, you're, you, if you feel up. fired enough to punch Greg Jones in the face, <laughs> you might just win. put it on the field. You might win a game. Um, I think that Corey's going to try to go for that 9-0. That's a cool thing. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't do there's, that. There's a couple, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's the teams that have done it, and you can add your name to that list, so that's a cool That's a cool list to be on. Um, and obviously, don't mess with what's working and stay focused and win. And, God, the Scorgasms are so good. They're good. They're solid. They beat Bad News Beers down last week. They're, like, doing some kind of, like, softball ballet. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, it's just hits, like, travel, hits, here we hits. go, we're gonna, yeah. you know, it's just very, like, yeah. Solid. Defense, defense. So, don't get, they don't get flustered, they don't get, oh, man, good team. So, you yeah, know what, I heard Corey say to somebody that, that something happened, I don't remember what, mm-hmm. um, and the, the play, the play didn't go the way you wanted it to go for the scorgasms, uh-huh. but I heard Corey say to the player involved, literally do not remember what any of these, what the situation was or who it was, but he said, you did the right thing. Uh-huh. And I thought that was so cool. Right. But I guess if you're 9-0, you can say that kind of thing. Yeah, if you're 9-0, you can say that thing. When you're like 1-5, and five and it's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You did the right thing, but you fucked it up. Yeah. Um, so I got to go score against them that one. I think they get the perfect season. Um, and then Dirtbacks have just struggled to score runs. They just have such a hard time. Their defense is good. Yeah, they're top 4-5 or, or, or not bad. Their they? defense they got is good. Fields, they yeah. Groba. They should they just be. Just string some hits together. They got to get the hits going. Um, so we'll see. Maybe they have a nice breakout uh, in the last week. All right, game four, all balls at Hit Squad. This one is the tricky one for me because I want Hit Squad to lose, but apparently for our best-case scenario, all balls also has to lose. So, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I see. You want So what you want is all balls to lose, but it, it, the game to be brutal. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> really wear Hit Squad out. Maybe go twelve innings or something, right? In the in the sun. Um, who? Okay, so but basically, who do I think is gonna win? Oh man, I think that's a great game. This might be. Uh, can we say game of the day? I feel like these teams are pretty evenly matched now that the Hit Squad has Digger. What do you think, Mark? Who wins this one? Two o'clock in the afternoon is always a good time for, for game of the day, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope if all balls do win that they beat Hit Squad bad for <laughs> our sake. Just because of run differential. This is stuff. amazing. Depending. Where it's, not, it's not like just go out, have a good game. Yeah, depending like, what happens in our game. I hope they demoralize them. 
Yeah. But the one thing I do know from All Balls, if they win, they're in. Yep, they're in the top five. So that's that's good going in, just so, to know that. All right, I'm going to say that that pushes them, that that, that yeah. and the winning mentality of Adam Aldred kicks in and they take the game and they beat the hit squad in that first one. So that's what I got to say for that one. And now we get into the Hanamana games, the most exciting games of the day. <laughs> first one, uh, game five at 3.30, Hanamana, Battered Bastards. What do you think? Obviously, Hanumana is going to win, but uh, Sarah, Hanumana. tell us why Hanumana is going to win. Hanumana is going to win because they have clicked Ooh. in a big, beautiful way. Ooh. They saved all their wins to the end. Yep, absolutely. Here they come. Look out. Straight to the championship. Okay. Boom. Good. I think the interesting thing about our team is that had we played that game against the hit squad in week two or three or whatever, and had we beaten them, we would be... We would you would look at the piece of paper and go oh it's this, they're the same as the dirtbags and the cues and the and the sons of pitch we would have the same record right as everybody else but because we didn't finish that game we we didn't get whatever credit or or lack of credit that we were that was due to us and coming to us and so now we're two and five and we look like the worst team and blah 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 um, but yeah I think we have this chance and I think that Hanamana you're right has clicked and we're gonna take the I mean you're already winning that game. No, this is Battered Bastards. Oh, sorry. That's the next one. I moved on in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're already winning that one, too. All right, good. I do think uh, I think we're going to take it. Mark, what's your analysis of these two I like squads? how your team played, uh, played last week, uh-huh. actually. Uh, I thought you guys had a, a really good game there. Uh, I mean, you can't count out Brandon Brown at, at any point. It's hard. And um, if there's anybody that can go deep at Hall on it's uh, Brandon. It's, it's so. BB, yeah. So, uh, Darren Smith uh, might be able to do it. I think it's going to be a chippy game, actually. Ooh. I think it's going to be like base hits are going to win that game. Okay. Nothing, nothing too big. Just okay. chip away at it. Oh, okay. You know? In that sense. Not in the sense of people like yelling at each other and... and yeah. Playing a little dirty. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's not going to be a uh, Bautista by any, by any means. But. Yeah, that's probably true. You got Darren, Queasley, Brandon. You got like three of the nicest guys. It yeah. doesn't matter how fired up J.O. and Hallbrick and Boulder and I get. You're probably not going to draw those three into anything. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good game if you look at those two lineups. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for that one. And then the final game, the final makeup from that rainy day, Hit Squad at Anamana. And I have on I have the word. What's going to happen is the game is going to start in the second inning. The score will be four to two because that was the that was the score last time when we ended it. However, because of so many roster changes and lineup changes and everything, what we're going to do is we're going to start at the top of the lineups. Both teams. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of hit reset on the lineups, and then the lineups can be reshuffled. But the score and, and the around. innings are the score and the inning will be the same. But yeah, those lineups will change because so many people are in and out and there and gone and stuff so oh that's interesting is that interesting do you think that 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 has an effect yeah if it's I mean if it's four to two and you're coming up with uh, you know your weak part of the lineup that's a different they shut thing, you down, right? bring you down, but now it's four to two. You're coming up with your everybody's coming up for best. the top, yeah, right. And I think uh, Hanumana is away, so we're gonna go out and try to score runs right away and then yeah. add to it and kind you're, of pile on a little bit. You are gonna go out. You're gonna go out and you're gonna score five runs. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna be seven ahead, and they will never catch you. And that is what is gonna happen. Zach. So I'm excited about that. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm. I'm so happy the way that things went last week that Hanumana were playing for something. 
that's the cool thing is like everybody's playing for something on on this week in this week and it just it's just gonna add it's just gonna add big time uh to the atmosphere to everything that's going on out there in Hawaiian. and we're at the ballpark mark have you played at that ballpark before uh no i never so i'm ex- yeah i'm super excited to it's get cool there there is a fence and then in left there's a fence but then as you go towards center there's sort of a rock like a rock wall Remember this place? There's a rock wall, yeah. and then you go around the rock wall, and then in right, there's a field, uh, fence again. But the fences are really deep. I've only seen a couple people go go deep. Um, any homers that happen there are ones that kind of get through the gap and are kind of kind of messy, um, generally. I think Eric Nash did go deep there. I think Brandon can do it. A couple people can do it, but for the most part, it's going to be, you got to play defense. Yeah, right? do you think that changes the dynamic of a hitter coming up to the plate? Like, if I'm somebody who I'm, I'm not. I know. If, if I'm somebody who could possibly put it out, but you have a runner at you know first and second uh-huh. or second, you uh-huh. just need that base hit. Are yeah. you standing there? I'm just gonna poke it in, score. I run, know. Or are you gonna? I be know like, for a this fact. This is my chance. I know for a fact that it has changed people's uh, attitudes towards their bat. I have watched it from the on deck circle as it was happening, and the third out was made. <laughs> <laughs> because of because you can't friggin' it's so far, um, but I do think it might. I mean, I I I, I think it might get in a couple people, but it's pretty far. So I don't know. We'll see. I I hope people go for it. I love it when people try to go for the home run, and you can just see it, right? Because their swing is completely different. You don't see it when a guy no no no. I don't love it. I don't, oh, you don't love, love it. it. Tell me why you don't love it. Well, because it doesn't usually work. <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, as we were talking about earlier, there's some very specific mechanics that have to go into that, and you either have them or you don't. And even if you do have them, it's not a guarantee that you're going to square it up just right. right so, right. you know, here you are. Your team really needs you to be mature. And what do you do? Well, this is my moment. And then it's pop up. So, I don't know, guys. Maybe consider playing some smart ball instead of... No way. Glory Dumb ball. ball. Glory <laughs> ball all day. That MVP award is still out there. Those, rookie, those rookie, rookie of the Year awards are still out there. Jay Schick, if you're there, you can do it. You can reach it. I know you can. You're a lefty with that big power, dude. You can do it. You can take this award. Wow. So there we go. Getting into people's heads. <laughs> I, I legitimately wanted to do it. I would, I would say Ruben, I would do the same thing to Ruben, but I think Ruben can like 100% get yeah. Oh, no, 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 he'll just do it. That's different. Yeah. Well, obviously we're not talking about Ruben. Right, right. <laughs> but it's interesting how like, you know, the, the players that you have at the beginning season that you're bringing into tomorrow. Yep. You look at a player like uh, Blakeney. Yep. Right? Who mm-hmm. could probably put it out there. He might be able to. Absolutely. Can Digger do that? No. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Oh, so the Nash. Yeah. So oh, Blakey so that one. Oh, Neil Blakey. Yeah, yes, Neil. versus Digger. And then yeah. Nash versus Jay Riley. Nash can go out there, but Jay Riley... I think... I, I, think, know, I would say probably can't. I think I Neil say. could probably put it out. Neil could have gone out Whereas at one. Digger, as Digger is not going to do that. I don't think so. Um, oh, interesting. Such such an exciting week Digger, coming up. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Get into They'll one, just Digger. just be like, yeah, no, nah, I can't Get into it. one. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're challenging the whole DSL to a home run No, contest. I'm not. That's exactly what I did not say. I said I, play smart ball. I like your approach, Sarah. Uh, yeah. No, man, I'm going deep. I'm going deep to right, too. I'm going oppo deep. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, God. Zach, you've been trying to do that all fucking season. <laughs> it's kind of like your approach is kind of like that scene out of Hoosiers, my favorite basketball movie, where they walk into the gym and then they measure from the foul throw into the net. Then they uh-huh. measure from the floor to the net. Uh-huh. And it's still, this, even though it's a massive gym, uh-huh. it's still it's still the same size as their little tiny uh-huh. rinky-dink gym uh-huh. pack. Uh-huh. Where they started playing. It's kind of like <laughs> the players are walking in now and you're like, oh, we're in a bigger field. Like, let's go for it. But you just got to... You got to ignore that fence. <laughs> yes, you got to ignore that fence, I think. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, all right, guys. Anything else? I think we I think we did it. We're a little long, actually. But I think for the most star-studded episode ever, I think it's appropriate. So, Sarah, you got anything you want to add before we go into the last week of the regular season? Of DSL 10. Thank you, DSL. Keep being awesome. Okay, cool. Mark, you want to add something? What do you got? It's the same thing. Keep being awesome. Keep being awesome. Let's keep it simple. Keep Keep being being awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love this league. All right, well, thanks to Mark. Thanks to everybody who came on. Um, We're looking for a guest next week. So if you are a person who can make it an hour and 20 minutes through our podcast, maybe you can come be on the podcast. Definitely. Come talk to me. I'm hanging out with Ziggy. (laughs) Super fun. Come in and come be on the podcast. Um, So, thanks again to everybody. Thanks again to Mark. And that's your weekly ball movement. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) What is is our thing? What do we call? Victory!